Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Should grandparents be paid to mind their grandchildren? Really interesting story in the Indo today about this and the 19 euro an hour for babysitting suggestion. Columnist Anne Atkins writing that um, the implication that a grandparent has nothing better to do with their time than provide free childcare for their grandkids all day, every day is downright demeaning. And I want to hear your thoughts on that this afternoon. Mick is with us on the line in Clare. Mick, you, um, you're a grandparent. You mind your grandkids. Should grandparents be paid? Uh, I, I didn't see the article. Who, who do, do they want to pay us? Is it the government that's going to pay us or who's going oh, to pay no, us? Oh, no, no, no. Your, your own children. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, it's, a, it's a labour of love and a totally voluntary uh, Exercise. It, uh, to me, it's akin to saying the people who volunteer for the GA and give up their time in all those various other sports. That that uh, should, should I mean, that's a form of of, of child minding as well. If you want to bring it to that, if you want to bring it to that. Okay. Right. See, you you don't th- you don't think grandparents should should be paid then? So, uh, well, I can only speak for myself. Yeah, and uh, that. Uh, that, and the people I meet, I mean, when I collect my, my, my grandchildren from school, a good portion of people collecting uh, our, our grandfathers like myself and grandmothers. And I've had conversations with people over the last, whatever, 10 years, 11 years, well, maybe in the, over the last six since I retired, mainly. I've never heard anyone, not one single grandparent, other than we passing the the odd comment that we'll be doing this all our life or <laughs> did we think we were going to be coming to the school yeah. when we were we'll only 70 there. and that and things like that but I never have someone saying by God we should be getting 20 pounds an hour for this yeah. <laughs> I think, I think most, are, most people do are, are you level, how frequently make are you in uh, are you minding your grandkids well with me my, my daughter is a, is a midwife so you think so she's so, so Sometimes she'd be working two, three days a week, mm. and things Shift like that. Work. So that, 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 that in, I'd obviously that uh, her husband would uh, drop him to me then when he's going to work if if she was a night, and and uh, things like that. So it could be two, it could be three days a week, and then other weeks that I I wouldn't necessarily be needed, but I'd still I I I'd still because I I want to do it. Yeah. I, would, I would I would still go out and I'd collect them. And bring them to school and collect them and do all that stuff. And I'm curious, Mick, because often there's, and I'm not suggesting this is the case in 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 your situation, but but sometimes there can nearly be a little bit of an expectation that grandparents will will you know fall in line or step in and 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 help out. Like, did you? How did this no, come about? Your arrangement? Did you offer that, to do it? Yeah, that was never the case with me. That uh, I got an opportunity to to. To retire early at sixty, and one of my motivations was that I'd be able to give a hand with uh, my grandchildren. You know, that that, that uh, it would keep me active and, and and that I wouldn't be sitting in my backside all day. Yeah, that was one. It's, it's a to me, it's a win-win situation. I mean, it's 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 a it's it's a labour of love, but it, it it isn't compulsory. Yeah, but so that that that's my view on it. I mean, but I mean, definitely my daughter never. Assumed or never that uh, just because I was retired here we have we have this. You were free babysitting. 
we have this now and the whole lot and we yeah. all just work, you know, if we go if we're gonna wear we're gonna houses or things like that. That that uh we we all just you know, that we can walk around. Broadcaster Claire Ronan is with us as well, uh, Mick here in the line. Claire, you, you were listening to this conversation this morning. Why did you get in touch about it? Well, basically, I'm looking forward to an, the impending arrival of my um, much longed for grandchild, oh, and there is great, yeah, with great excitement in our house. But what I'm looking forward to most of all is that this relationship will be one where we will have lots of time because. You know, I had a big family, five under seven. So when I was playing games and enjoying color, cooking and coloring and all of that, there was all, always loads of people hanging out to me and lots of things to be done. Whereas now we intend to just leave time specifically for the grandchild, just to mind it and bring it for walks and everything like that. Um, with regards to being paid for it, mm. I won't be in a position to say that I'll be able to do every Wednesday afternoon because I'm still working and also I live in a different county. Well, I do think, actually, if there's a formal arrangement where grandparents are, say, spending Tuesday and Wednesday minding the grandchildren, um, there probably should be some sort of financial arrangement. And I think a lot of them usually work something out. They might buy them restaurant vouchers or whatever. But I do think there should be an arrangement because it's, it's a long day. You know, yeah. minding small children, but it's a huge and commitment, Claire. Like I, I see it with some of my friends that have that have kids, and and like you know, where where their parents um, step in on whatever specific days to you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they mind the kids. But like I imagine, it must be very difficult for the parents, for the grandparent, to ever bring up a conversation around like, well, if this is going to be a formal arrangement, you know, can I well, can I get yeah, a few pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you remember in 2019 that um, some of the independent politicians brought in a um, some sort of a paper or whatever saying that all grandparents should get a thousand euro grant, yeah. depending on how many hours a week? Well, it certainly got them. It caused some debate and it got a, the kibosh fairly quickly, something that would have been very difficult to uh, mark. Uh, with regards to being paid, I say at the very beginning of the arrangement, you'd have to say, look, what way are we doing this? You know. Um, and that would be between the parent and the child. But if it's a situation that evolves, um, that's a de- it, that depends on your relationship. But any grandparent I know, they just feel it's such a privilege to be still here and around and to be able to get to know your grandchild. It's a different relationship than with your child because you don't have all the responsibility, you have all the fun. Yeah, so there a lot the crack. <laughs> yeah, and look, if you can afford it, if you can afford to take a day out and afford the petrol to collect yeah. the kids from school and afford to feed them, that's one thing. But if money is tight, yes, I think grandparents okay. should be paid. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in views on this. And, and, you know, I think where there is a formal arrangement, you know, like it's a big commitment. And, and I see some of my own friends' parents are totally tied in some cases to, to formal arrangements. Mick, do you have a good relationship with your with your grandkids like? A good relationship, yeah. I most certainly do. Yeah, great. I, 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 but I say to the, the other people that I talk to, I'm in the very happy position that my all my grandchildren love me. That uh, that, oh. that I want to that that prefer to be with Dina living at home. So yeah. that's the way it is. And it, it, I mean, one of the regrets that uh, I saw growing up. You know, we're all busy growing when when when, when our own kids are uh, are young. You know, with two people walking and things like that, and you're bringing up to Billy to Jack to get to get a mind it, yeah. as we had to do. That uh, and 
my father, unfortunately, died. My, the only one he knew was my eldest daughter. And it, and it was one of my big regrets, because he was such a gentleman as well, that uh, that he didn't live long enough. And mm. I know that if he had been around, that uh, he'd, be, he'd be actually astounded that, that anyone should think that, that uh, it would be anything other than a labour alone. Yeah. There's uh, a text in, in agreement, Claire, with you on this, actually. And this listener says, you know, I think a gesture is really important, but it also depends on the age of the child and how many hours, etc., mm-hmm. the arrangements in place. After school, childcare can be very different to a toddler. The bottom line, grandparents have their kids reared. I don't think it should be taken for granted. It's lovely, but it is work because it's not just a, it's not just a visit. Fergal is with us on the line. Fergal, do you agree with Claire on this? Like, well, there's a formal arrangement in place. Uh, do, do you know, it, it can be a little bit uh, business-like if you start bringing it in uh, to the, the money thing or whatever. I, what we did back in the day was, you know, we were probably extra generous in terms of holidays away, including the grandparents on, the, you know, uh, holidays going down the country or abroad or out for extra dinners and this that and the other and I suppose because it can be a bit insulting if you start bringing money into it and it can offend an awful lot of the the grandparents then it comes down to like who's capable and who's not I mean my father you know would never have changed a nappy in his life uh, yet my father-in-law amazingly capable of doing things like that so there's just people lean on people who are capable it's like the the, the husbands who don't want to you know do the dishes so they pretend they're terrible at you know, loading the dishwasher. It's just when people are great at something and good at something, you kind of lean on it, and then it, it it turns into this sort of very weird kind of. Am I taking advantage now? They say they love it, but then I hear all the, all the time in here people coming in saying, "Oh no, it's grand. I've got babysitters. My 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 grandparents, sure, or my my parents, I should say, they're they're free babysitters, so I can go on this date or that mm. date or whatever." And it's just a little bit selfish at, at times if people are honest. Um, and what's you know what a lot of people say is, "Oh, sure, isn't it great?" They're, they're, they're being occupied. Their mental health is, is being uh, taken care of because they're out of the job now. They're retired for 10 years and it keeps them, you know, they're mentally stimulated. And that's what an awful lot of the 30-something and 40-somethings say. And I think it helps, if we're honest, it helps us sleep better at night saying that. And I, I don't think it's really all that fair. Well, that's Anne Atkins' point in the piece, like this sort of, you know, the, the implication that the grandparent has nothing better to do with their time. That's what they say about, you know, oh, my sister's single, so she can look after the, the, the niece and nephew because they have nothing better to do. That's what I, I hear all the time in here at Intro, and it's constant. And to turn it on its head a little bit and not to go sinister on it, but I've had situations in the past where people be coming in here in their 70s looking to join and totally compass amazing, and just looking to have second time round, you know, chances at meeting someone for, you know, to go off on holidays with. And... Like, to be honest with you, they would want to join. And I've had situations where the, the kids, grown kids, 30s, 40 year age, years of age, would ring up and say, I don't want that person to join. You're taking right. advantage of that person because they're in their 70s. They want to lose the grandparents. Well, the no, the, well the point is it's inheritance. That's the thing. <laughs> right. That's what they're worried about. And so there's so many people that are capable of living their lives and having a great time and going off on holidays and going to golf and doing this, yeah. that and the other. They don't need to be looking after the grandkids day in day out so I suppose there comes a time where you have to actually say to yourself am I taking advantage am I taking it too far do you like Claire just in in your own friend group when you look at your friends and and those that are at the you know starting stages of 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 having grandkids like is there an expectation on the grandparents that they will have some sort of an active role yes I think some some parents do find that what's very interesting is it's no more than when you're having your children 
there's sort of a network. Women are great for helping each other out. And, you know, now that I'm ex- that we're expecting a grandchild, a lot of them have said to me, now listen to me, you know, when they come to stay for the weekend, don't you take the baby monitor because you'll never get a night's sleep again. Because my, I have five more children to have, or four more children to have babies after yeah. this one, please God. And it's the precedent that you set. But, I mean, look, in my... I'm talking about my own personal case. I don't think it's going to be relevant because I would, I would, I just cannot wait. And I become my husband. We're so excited about it. And we're at a different stage. But Andrea, when both my husband and I worked full time when we had our first two children and my father was just amazing. The pressure of working in a company and trying to get to a crash by 6.30 is awfully difficult. And in those days, and I think it's still the same, if you were 10 minutes late, you were literally, it was the biggest crime on the planet. So my dad was great for just dipping into the car. I don't know how we would have done it without him. And I'd like to hope that I'd be able to do that. And also, I've buried both my parents, but all my children had a wonderful relationship with them. And they often talk about things that granny or granddad said to them. And that's like, you're able to nurture, you know, and tell them things, the wisdom of your life. And that, to me, is very important. Um, now, anyone who's minding their grandchildren is lucky to have a lot of time to do that, you know. Absolutely. I see Stephen Bray's got in touch to say, absolutely agree. Grandparents should look after the kids where possible, but not necessarily all the time. It is a labour of love and also good exercise for keeping active. Unfortunately, with the world we live in and the housing issues, the children won't be living uh, anywhere nearby, says, says Stephen Bray. Gary is on the line. Gary, what's your thoughts on this? Should grandparents be paid? Um, well, obviously, if it's a if it's a formal arrangement, absolutely. Um, my own in-laws would look after our kids uh, for five days a week while myself and my wife are working. We really wouldn't be able to manage any other way, and it's great that the kids get to spend so much time with their grandparents. But if it's just an informal thing, um, you know, absolutely not. Uh, you know, every, every now and again, you know, once every couple of weeks, if you're if you're stuck. No, I don't think um, payment should be expected mm. in those circumstances. So, what what is formal then? Like, you know, if if you're if the grandparents are called in on a Thursday and Friday or Monday and Friday, like where where there's set days and times. Yeah, if it's an ongoing thing, I mean, whether it's set as a as a Monday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday and a Thursday, if it's so many days per week, you you know the the grandparents then have to set aside those days, and they can't make any plans themselves. So it's only, it's only fair. That they're, you know, that they that they are paid for the time, and it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's saving the parents a fortune. The listener here has got in touch to say how generous to bring the grandparents on holidays, and then get them to babysit. I, I don't think Fergal, that wasn't that wasn't exactly your your suggestion though. In, in lieu of formal <laughs> payment, uh, being more generous with the grandparents who may not necessarily need. A, a formal hourly rate. Mm. I mean, talking about hourly rates for looking after your grandkids, I, I'd love to know the parents or grandparents that would get in and engage in um, a, a kind of negotiation on that. I mean, I I think that would just muddy the waters of the relationship in the whole first place. I'd say it'd be next to impossible to sit down and start that conversation. But I but I do see I, I do see that there is often an expectation on grandparents. To my, my, my problem is if, if you lean on the grandparents way too much, then you also need to accept the fact that they're going to have a part to play in the raising of your children. And that's what I've seen a lot of in the last while, uh, whereby the parents are trying to do one thing and they're telling Johnny and Mary to do this and don't do that and pay for this and don't pay for that and appreciate this and say please and thank you. If you interfere then a little bit 
you know, you can't say grandparents go away, they're my children, if you're also having them look after your children for five days a week from seven until five. <laughs> yeah, you're setting the rules and they can't have any input. Exactly. This listener says, whatever, whatever happened to it takes a village to raise a child. Our parents all took great advantage of that, spent many a day in my grandparents or my aunt and uncle. Thankfully, my mum-in-law helped out with our twins while we saved for a house. But we do get the sense that our parents are increasingly washing their hands of the help that they received. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were chatting about um, grandparents and whether or not they deserve to be paid for minding their grandkids. Uh, general consensus, actually, I have to say from the text today, is that where there's a formal arrangement in place on a weekly basis, that yes, there should be some sort of conversation. Eva is with us on the line. Eva, will you happily help out or do you think there should be some kind of payment? Oh no, I don't think there should be any payment at all. I think um, it's an absolute privilege to be allowed to have your grandchildren and to be an active role model in their lives. And I can't wait. Do you have grandkids at the moment or? No, but I have one son getting married and I cannot wait. Right. (laughs) Because um, when my kids were little, I was building up a business and I was always rushed and stressed. And um, I'd love to be able to just give back. Yeah. See, so so if they come to you and say, listen, how can you do, you know, are you free Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, weekly? You've no no problem with that? No, I'll do my best yeah. to try and accommodate what they need because I know what it's like trying to work and uh, having all those stresses. And I used to be really envious of all the stay-at-home mums that could completely dedicate themselves to the kids, you know? Because yeah. I just seemed to be always chasing my tail and running and rushing and, yeah, and missing football matches or rugby matches because um, I might have to work Saturday mornings. So, no, I can't wait to be able to just be really involved. Is there an assumption, though, that grandparents have nearly nothing better to do than mind? And child minding, like that's kind of part of the the discussion that we're having today in the article. That you know, the columnist writing that it's nearly it's a little bit demeaning to kind of suggest that you know grandparents are there and free and available because maybe they're retired or have nothing else to do. But I just I just feel that's a really negative, and I just think that's a real sorry. I don't I don't mean to put Ireland down. I didn't live here all my life. I was okay. in Scandinavia for a long time. But I just feel it's a real Irish thing to that children are secondary and that it's a burden. Children aren't a burden. Children, they're, they're, they should be celebrated. And it should be a privilege to be able to look after your grandchildren or your children. But if you have to work and you can't, well, then I think, um, I think that's very stressful. Yeah. And, I, and I deal with a lot of young women as clients that come to me. And I don't hear that at all. I don't see that. I think they're always very grateful. If their if their their parents can step in and help, mm. very grateful, and I don't think they expect it. This texture here says some couples who are leaving it to have babies in their late thirties or early forties may have parents and grandparents in their mid seventies who aren't always able to babysit because of mobility problems. Is this listener another texture? I can't get over the skinflints who've plenty more money for holidays, and yet it's actually scrimp and save and paying elderly parents, most of whom might have health issues. Some of the alternative voices, even on that. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, yeah. but hopefully I'll be still mobile. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you but know. you're looking forward to it. And the, and the idea of a sort of semi-formal arrangement isn't something that 
deters you. You've you've no issue with that. I think that's a great thing. No, and I think I I don't think there should be money involved. I think that's I think that's a bit odd. No, I I I think it should be a pleasure to to be allowed to take care of your grandchildren. I wonder are there instances where grandparents, like I'd love to talk to somebody today who felt maybe under a little bit of, maybe I don't know if you felt under pressure or people who've refused the formal arrangement. Like there's nothing wrong with that. People are entitled to have their their free time and their spare time that, you know, they they shouldn't feel they have to commit. No, I I don't think there should, no, they shouldn't feel. But I think if you enter into it that you want to do it, and that you're happy to help, I don't think there should be money involved. I think that puts it in a whole other category. I think that's, I don't know, I think that's very strange. It's like saying, I don't know, I don't know, I just think that's very odd. Well, this listener here says, I'm not a grandparent yet, but I do have two adult daughters and would hate to think that they would, that they would assume that I was going to be their childminder while they went to work. I work three days per week myself. I won't be entitled to the full state pension, nor will my husband. And I would need to be paid at least the cost of running the car to and from school if that was something that was to be required. I think some children take advantage of their parents and assume that they've nothing better to do. Don't get me wrong. I will definitely be willing to help out and I will will help out. But I don't think children should assume that their parents are going to do this. Well, I guess that's, that yeah, I mean that's a personal. That's a different. Yeah. Way and of look, absolutely, at it. it totally depends on on circumstances as well. Of course, yeah. it does. No, no question about it. Anybody who thinks their parents love looking after their kids are being totally disingenuous, <laughs> says this texter, and they're just trying to convince themselves to justify their decision and asking them. <laughs> <laughs> says this listener. Um, another texter has got in touch to say, I'm a full-time carer for my spouse. I collect and mind grandkids after school four days a week and another uh, another one afternoon in the week. We aren't paid, but we are handsomely rewarded with fun, chat and a focus for a day. It's absolutely wonderful, says this listener. Uh, Mike and Donegal says, will these children take care of their elderly parents when they get older? Or just put them into retirement homes, says says Mick and Donegal. Look, keep the thoughts coming into us. It's 1800 453 106. That's the number. If if you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us an email either on a lunchtime live at newstalk.com. There is a, another caller, actually, I think we have on the line. Is there? We'll come to them maybe in a moment. I, I do want to bring you this email as well. This listener says, my grandparents looked after myself and my siblings for our parents uh, back in the 90s, all the way through secondary school. And as the... And as the child on the receiving end of it, I absolutely adored my grandparents and I love spending time with them. They had just as much, they had, uh, they had so much more time than our parents to engage with us. I think, I think about them on the daily basis. Uh, I learned so much about life from them. The random things like baking, growing veg, wildlife, fishing, looking after animals. Uh, none of this um, was the stuff you did with your parents. It was such a rewarding childhood. Ger is with us on the line. Ger, why did you get in touch? I got in touch because I was laughing and people were just listening to the conversation. I just feel I've reared my own children and I have no desire, would have no desire to be, uh, I'm, I'm retired, I have no desire to be an unpaid worker in my retirement and an unpaid childminder in my retirement. I think there's a huge difference between yeah. spend, spending time with your grandchildren. Uh, both my children are gay. I, I don't know if they'll ever have children. I hope they do. I would be delighted. I'd be excited. I would spend as much time as I could with them. I would Obviously, I would help out if they were stuck for something. But that's very different to being a childminder. A childminder is a job. It's a career for people. It's, it's a full-time not a hobby. Gig. 
Absolutely. It's a full-time gig and it's a job and it's very hard work. I And I certainly think that, certainly if you've retired, you're tired. And we don't have the energy. I wouldn't have the energy. But I would certainly want to spend as much time as I could with my yeah. children. And for people to suggest that they, there should be no money and it should be a privilege and all the rest, a job is a job. It's not a privilege. That's, that's like saying childminders shouldn't be paid because it's a privilege. It's, it, it may be a privilege to spend ch- time with your grandchildren. It's not a privilege to be an unpaid childminder. It's a bit of an assumption. And I do see it. And I understand that people are put to the pin of their collars with the price of childcare at the moment. But I, I still think that that's, it's, you know, it's, it's not up to grandparents to solve a, a childminding problem or a, a cost problem. I, 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 I'm sorry, I just feel quite strongly about yeah. it. No, I, I really appreciate, Jerry, you, you calling in because we've had a couple of people who've texted in with similar views to yourself. But, you know, like it's it's not everybody wanted to, to, to articulate that on, on air. So I, I do appreciate you doing that because I think there's a lot of people who might feel a little, little bit reluctant to express that view because it's not, you know, it mightn't be seen as the, the more popular opinion to have. And, and like, it is a formal arrangement. And I see it, as I said earlier, with, with people I know that, you know, they've grandparents like for nearly half the week in a full-time gig, <laughs> collecting kids and dropping kids and, and, and doing all that goes with it. And I'm sure they do enjoy it, but it is tough. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, 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 I have great admiration for grandparents who do it, but I certainly felt after I retired. Now, I, have to say, I do sound like a Grinch. I was a teacher. I'm no problem being black and white about things and saying, you know, this is how I feel yeah. and this is who I am. Um, but, you know, and yes, I, going on holidays with them, I mean, going on holidays with them as an unpaid babysitter, you know, What's the fun in that? Yeah, that, there's no fun in that. That's a bit of a that's a bit. I just that that wouldn't appeal to me. Yeah. You know, going on holidays because I, you know, I I chose to go on holidays and wanted to and offered to is very different than being. You know, yes, we we brought you on holidays, didn't we? I I would have a bit of a problem with that. I certainly would have a problem with that. And I have to say, once I retired, I promised myself I was never again going to have to be anywhere at any time yeah. for anybody. That's part of the joy of retirement. And the joy of retirement is that your time is your own and you wait so long to retire. You're so lucky to get to the retirement age. You're lucky if you have your health and and, and your family and your people in your life and maybe your partner. Your time is so precious. And so I think to assume that it'll go on forever and that you'll have the freedom to do the things you've always wanted to do at the end of your working life, having reared your children, to assume that you'll always have that you know, it mm. might be a mistake. And for your children, and I think maybe children don't see their parents in getting older or, or getting more tired because maybe you're, as an adult, you're, you're less aware of that. You don't and, want to see it. And maybe they don't. Well, maybe they don't. And maybe, we, maybe we're too good at, at, at pretending that everything is fine and that yeah. we're all... And I think I am young at heart. I still want to get out and have a good time and have fun and have fun with my grandchildren. Yeah. But I certainly don't want to have to commit to another job, any kind of job, paid uh, or unpaid. Do, do, Marie is with us as well, Ger. Stay on the line. Mar- Marie, do you agree with Ger on this? Well, what I feel is if you pay your grandparents, it's a, it becomes a formal arrangement. So then starts the arguments if I'm like I would be at the grandparents' age, 
if my daughter said to me then, um, you know, I said, I'm going away next week. And she said, well, you can't, ma'am, because I'm paying you. And not that she would, not my daughter. We haven't, we haven't got grandkids yet, but that kind of argument yeah. where, you know, and then it could cause huge arguments in the family because your child now becomes your employer and you're committed to an arrangement that may not always suit because if you've retired, which I haven't yet, but if you're retired, you want to be free to do what you want to do. Now, I can't wait to have a grandkid and I will be there as much as I possibly can. But I also want the freedom to say, listen, I'm heading off next week. Yeah, and I'm going golfing or I'm meeting exactly, the friends or whatever. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and for example, years ago when I was younger and had kids, I took on, um, I, I helped a neighbour by saying I would take her child for a couple of days because I had a young child as well. So she offered me um, a minimal amount of money. Now, this was, a, this was a friendship that ended because she would go out after work and say, well, look, I'm paying you. And I'd say, well, no, not really, because it's only a token, a gesture. Yeah. But it ended a friendship that was a good friendship over cross lines that was probably better not being crossed. Now, multiply that by 100 if it's a, if it's a grandchild yeah. or a, a daughter. So it's, a it's, it's, it's OK to say, no, look, Want to spend as much time with the grandkids as I possibly exactly. can. I, I, I don't yeah. want, don't want to be to be yeah. tied down. That's it. That's Absolutely. it. I mean, like I can't wait to have a grandchild, and I will be there as much as I can. I still work, um, you know. But if I wasn't working, I would be happy to do two, three days if I was free. Four days if I was free. But the days I wanted to do something, I would uh, I would make sure that she had something in the arranged that I could say, look, not going to be available tomorrow. So, you know, you, you know, it might be short notice, but I, wa- I would want the freedom to say, listen, as you said, the girls are going golfing tomorrow. They just rang me. Um, can you make other arrangements yeah. and that she'd be able to do that. So a monetary payment are, would make that impossible. Are you, are you, conv- Eve, I don't know if you're still there, but in listening to Ger and Marie, are, are you any more convinced or swayed? No, I think, I think it just shows like um, everybody's different and it has to be treated differently for everybody. Like I would never see it as a job. I would see it almost like, it, for me, I, I would just love it. And I'd love to have the time because I never had the time when my kids were small. I was just too busy. Um, so I'd love to have the time to be able to connect properly and to be able to really nurture these little people, you know, mm. that were kind of part of my family. This texter says, my daughter insisted in paying me much less than it would have been in a crash, though, which suited everybody. I mind the grandkids four days a week. They're all grown up now, but it is a huge responsibility. Another listener, a monetary arrangement with grandparents can cause issues in itself, as it's then a formal arrangement with all of the arguments that come with that. And this texter says, gullible grannies, the name I gave to the overworked, unpaid grandparents, uh, walked all over by their own children. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.